Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1061, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, to Bloomberg Radio Plus app and BloombergRadio.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. Is me Bloomberg? Yes, Carol. I say GIF. What do you think of? I think of peanut butter. I think of GIF. Is it GIF? But I, that's, Did that's, I say it wrong? That's 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 where I'm going with this. Um, uh, but it's one of the secrets of my tweets. I put a lot of uh, uh, gifts on my on my tweets, uh, and they seem to get a little more attention, a little more uh, action as I as I tweet about Twitter. You know, I look at Twitter and say, "What makes Twitter work?" When we see these numbers that are so bad today, and that's one of the secrets. Thirty years though, they've been around. How's that for something? Hey, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, what's going on in this world in just a moment. First up, though, top business stories and a look at trading. Here is Charlie Pellet. All right. I thank you very much, Carol Massa. Thank you, Corey. The Dow pushing higher, trading at a record up 44 points right now, gaining two-tenths of 1%. S&P, NASDAQ, they're slumping, pulling back from yesterday's records. S&P down eight now, a drop there of three-tenths of 1%. NASDAQ down 60, down nine-tenths of 1%. We've got 28 minutes to go ahead of the closing. Bell. Amazon set to release results after the close of trading and with a preview, here's Bloomberg's Jeff Bellinger. Amazon saw a big increase in the number of Prime subscribers in the second quarter, a year-over-year jump of 35% by one estimate. That likely boosted sales. And Bloomberg Intelligence says the 60% event growth on Prime Day and momentum for cloud-based services may help the company's third quarter outlook. Forecasts are for Amazon to post a profit of $1.42 a share on revenue of nearly $37.2 billion. 38 analysts have buy ratings on Amazon. The online superstore gets five hold ratings and a single sell rating. Jeff Bellinger, Bloomberg Radio. And we do have Amazon shares down seven-tenths of one percent. Twitter plunging 14 percent after last night's earnings, uh, this morning's earnings report. We do have Facebook shares uh, trading higher now by 2.7 percent. S&P down seven, down three-tenths of one percent. Gold up 10.60, the ounce up nine-tenths of one percent. West Texas Intermediate Crude up six-tenths of one percent to 49.02 a barrel. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pellet. Bloomberg Markets is brought to you by National Realty Managers of New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, and Florida. Cash flow real estate offering high, uh, safe, high yield cash flow property units. See them at nria.net. Everybody, this is a really cool company, in fact. And if you've got a few minutes, you should check out their website. Interesting, and it's all about uh, GIF files. Here to tell us what he thinks uh, GIF is and why he thinks GIF is the future of marketing. But it's not peanut butter? <laughs> Get away. Richard Ra- Rabat, uh, Rabat is a founder and chief executive officer of Jiffy Cat, based in Palo Alto, California, in our Bloomberg 960 studio in San Francisco. Richard, did I say your name correctly? Yes, you did. Okay. We like to get it right. It's just been a rough day, though, man. Um, <laughs> tell us a little bit about what you're going, because it's interesting. I- I've been looking forward to talking to you, and just crossing Twitter was uh, TechCrunch putting out a story about 30 years of the GIF. Um, for those who might not be in the know, GIF files are what? So GIF files are a, a media file. So basically, like, there's a, there's a way for people to, like, store uh, images on their uh uh, phones or uh, computers, right. and GIF files are uh, somewhat unique. They were created about uh, 30 years ago, as you mentioned, and they allow you to do some simple animation. So you, you basically loop over a few images, and that gives you a sense of time and motion. 
Um, and why is it? Why are they so successful? Because um, I, I, I read these things about how to effectively use social media, and they always talk about putting these kinds of animations, these GIF files, uh, to work. Yeah, it's amazing. Like the the, the format is thirty years old, but uh, and over time, people stopped using it. But with the rise of smartphones, we we pick our phone from our pocket about 85 times a day to uh, you know these days and when we do that we're basically looking for something quick easy a little bit of like humor a little bit of like funny moment and those you know and gifs like are perfect for you know conveying those kinds of uh, you know thoughts and emotions uh, they they don't have sound, so in in most of the cases when you're you know when you're in an environment where there's you know sound when like you know, you're you're listening to a radio or to some music, you see something that's interesting that catches your eyes and then you you interact with it and in some cases in many cases you share it with people friends on Twitter or on messaging. You know, it's interesting, too. I'm just I'm on your website and just checking out some of the videos. Corey, here's one for you. It was a, a guy pouring a glass of wine, but his dog was next to him, and he perched this beautiful wine glass on top of the dog's head and then poured the wine into the glass. What's crazy, Richard, is... Are you, you going to tweet that out so everyone can see that? I think you need to. <laughs> I might. I might. I'm busy, though. I want to talk to our guests. Uh, what's interesting is, though, I feel like right now we've gotten to a point where we don't just want to send a text or send a link. We want to attach video to whatever we do that that's true like you know we we took uh we took typewriters we put them on a on a laptop and that was fine but then we took the same keyboard and we put it on a phone and and it's such a bad input device so people want to share something more more lively on devices that have uh, that allow you to do something really meaningful in terms of multimedia and that's why uh, GIFs are really good because like they you know they that's something that lights up your uh, you know your screen uh, with motion and and colors and graphics and that's what uh, you know people like really are you know getting uh, you know getting excited about do you think Jeff's gonna save Twitter I think Twitter has many many problems and uh, uh, one of the big problems is they they need to figure out how to cater to developers. I mean, Facebook has done an amazing job at catering to developers, and everybody was successful uh, there. Twitter is you know competes with their own developers. They keep saying we're not going to compete with developers and do the same again and again. So they need to figure out how to attract the people that will create new experiences on Twitter. So your 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 website has this sort of amazing collection of of gifs and and helps people create their own. GIFs. I wonder um, uh, what your business model is. How you guys make money on this? Because yeah. these things seem to be free to users. Yeah, it is. It is free to users. We we are a top sixty site right now, according to Alexa in the U.S. And although we haven't done any advertising, but it's a consumer model with advertising that's coming at some point. So, so you're revenue free at this point. Yes. That's in, that's that's created. It's been done before. That usually doesn't last. Wait, 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 wait. You're revenue free. <laughs> we 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 have a small revenue stream from partnerships with some studios in Hollywood, but it's uh, it's something that we're just uh, exploring. But in terms of uh, in terms of revenue, we we actually have one of the top sixty sites right now in the U.S. and we have not done any advertising on it. And there's a you know at the point where we would in- introduce some advertising that would make sense on the site. Um, how often do you use GIFs in your communications with? Uh do you, do you, I use them texting all the time, and it's hilarious. Yes, like I, 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 you know, I'm guilty of like using them a lot more than the average user. Is, uh, is there going to be a pay version though at some point? 
Just I don't quickly? think so. I think no. like the you know the don't the you need to do that? Doesn't Harvard Business School saying you can have a free version, but you got to have a pay version in order for this to work? Yeah, like I, I think for us, like the the audience is cons- is a consumer audience, and yeah. we're not trying to you know charge people for our tools. We actually like have. A, a tool for professional uh, for professionals called yeah. Jeff Brewery right. that we we basically Richard, like made free at some point. Richard, we gotta we gotta run. Uh, this is this is interesting, uh, fascinating. Richard Rabat, founder, chief executive officer of Jiffy Cat, joining us from California. This is Nathan Hager right now, who's joining us from Washington D.C. with some world and national news headlines. Well, one of those headlines, Corey, is that Republican plans for tax reform will not include a border-adjusted tax. The uh, tax on imports had been a centerpiece of House Speaker Paul Ryan's vision for overhauling the tax code. But in a statement from congressional and Trump administration leaders, they concede the idea does not have enough support. So what comes next? Bloomberg Chief Washington correspondent Kevin Cirilli says that's where top White House strategist Steve Bannon may come in. He has suggested reportedly on raising taxes on the wealthy. That's more in line with the nationalistic populist rhetoric that we've seen inside of the Trump White House. And Bannon has reportedly floated at a 44 percent rate for those earning more than five million dollars a year. The chief executive of the Boy Scouts of America has issued an apology for President Trump's politically charged appearance at the group's national jamboree this week. Michael Serbaugh put out a statement saying it was never their intent for the event to be a venue for partisan political attacks. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders is defending the president. I was at that event and I saw nothing but roughly 40 to 45,000 Boy Scouts cheering the president on throughout his remarks. During that speech in West Virginia Monday, the president blasted what he called the fake media and at one point joked he would tell Health Secretary Tom Price, quote, you're fired if the Senate doesn't repeal Obamacare. London's Metropolitan Police say they have reasonable grounds to suspect corporate manslaughter in the deadly Grenfell Towers apartment fire last month. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Nathan Hager. This is Bloomberg.